the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Whether you are listening in Washington, D.C., on WAVA 105.1 FM, or if you are listening here in Columbus, Ohio, on the word AM 880 and 104.5 FM, wherever you are listening, welcome. And again, it is a privilege for me to be sitting in for my friend, the legend, Don Crow. Now, I say this often on my program. I absolutely despise hypocrisy. Now, when I say that, I always try to add, especially when I find it in me. And listen, I'm a human being. I'm not above being a hypocrite, but I hate it. And if I find it in myself, I hope I hate it enough to admit it and turn from it. I just despise hypocrisy. Well, talk about hypocrisy. Oh, my goodness. Stacy Davis Gates is the president of the Chicago Teachers Union. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the president of the Chicago Teachers Union. Now, you can imagine that she is a far, far left, a progressive leftist. Okay. Now, for several years, she has been waging a war against private schools and school choice. Now, she wants all the kids to go to public schools. I mean, after all, she's president of the uh, Chicago's Teachers Union, and her union members all teach in public schools. And so, back in 2018... Stacy Davis Gates labeled private schools as, <clears throat> and I'm quoting, segregation academies. Yeah, that's what she said in 2018. She called private schools segregation academies. And then, of course, many of you are familiar with the school choice movement. Now, it's different in each state. But it basically says, hey, taxpayers should be able to determine where their tax dollars go when it comes to education. Parents who want to send their child to a private school, parochial school, Christian school, should not be forced to send their tax dollars to a public school when their child is not going to be taking advantage of that public school. Here in the state of Ohio, we have a bill down at the legislature called the Backpack Bill. Now, the reason why it's called the Backpack Bill is, well, a backpack goes wherever the kid goes. 
Well, if the backpack bill is ever passed here in the state of Ohio, the parents' tax dollars will follow the child. If the child goes to a public school, that's where the tax dollars go. If the child goes to a private school, that's where the tax dollars go. They follow the child, which I think is very constitutional. Well, Stacey Davis Gates, president of the Chicago Teachers Union, has called anyone who supports school choice as fascists. Uh-huh, yeah. So, private schools are, quote, segregation academies. And anybody who supports school choice, the ability to actually choose which school your child goes to rather than the government determining it, she calls those people fascists. So, why did I go through all of that? Well, it has come out that she has enrolled her son in a private school. Oh, you mean one of the uh, segregation academies? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. She has made a choice about her child's education. Oh, does that mean that she is a uh, fascist? Well, I'll let you determine that. You see, it turns out that the public schools in her neighborhood are, well, well, they are, <clears throat> they are really, really bad. Out of all the schools in Chicago, the schools in her particular neighborhood are, well, they are substandard. Now, She has two younger daughters, and they are still, at least for now, in the public schools. But her son, who has aspirations of athletics and being a soccer player, well, she says, are you ready for this? Now, did I mention to you that she is the uh, president of the Chicago Teachers Union? Did I mention to you that she said that All private schools are segregation academies. Mm -hmm. They mentioned to you that anybody who supports school choice are fascists. Yeah. She says she didn't want to send her boy to a, a private school, but she was forced to send her child. What? Excuse me? Yeah. Quote, in her official response... Obviously, this caused quite a bit of controversy. In her official response, she says she was forced to send her son to a public school. She said, her son's name is Kevin. She said Kevin was an aspiring soccer player, and she and her husband were forced to send him to a private high school so He could live out his dream of being a soccer player. I'm quoting from her. So he could live out. So she sent him. Pardon me. Let me back up. Here's the quote. She sent him to, quote, a private high school so he could live out his dream of being a soccer player while also having a curriculum that can meet his social and emotional needs. Then, 
When the criticism really began coming in, she calls a press conference and she announces, my children are off limits. Yeah. Um, Even though she's used her children in photos when she was running for the uh, president of the union, uh, she has shared photos of her children on her public social media feeds. Uh, She has uh, shared stories and photos of her children in a profile with Chicago Magazine. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, She didn't want to. She was forced to. So if you send your child to a private school, you're a fascist. And the school that you send them to are segregation academies. Unless, of course, it's her child. And then all of a sudden, well, she, she wants, what's best for, wants what's best for her children. Oh, my goodness. The hypocrisy is so incredibly, incredibly deep. And yet... The true leftists will look at this story and say, well, she just did what she had to do for the good of her children. If you do that, you're a fascist or a racist. (laughs) Okay, quick break. We'll be back. wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. And welcome back to Barbary Live and the Don Crow Show. We'll um, wrap things up here in just a moment. But once again, please folks, let's not forget 9-11. For, for our generation, this was our Pearl Harbor. This was as important as Pearl Harbor, if not even more important. We cannot, we must not forget it. Those of you that remember 9-11, share your stories. Share your stories with your children and your grandchildren so they will know What happened? Share with them your feelings, your emotions, how you responded. Share with them what America was like for at least a few days. Do not allow 9-11 to be forgotten. Sadly, the President of the United States broke a long tradition today. He was not here to... uh, commemorate 9-11. I realize he was at an overseas trip. I know, I get that. But in the past, all presidents have made sure that their schedule was such they could be on American soil and they could be here. 
to commemorate this powerful event. Not President Joe Biden, sadly. All right. Uh, earlier in the in the hour, I talked quite a bit about California. And once again, that is my home state. And hey, because it's my home state, I still have a love for California. I grew up in Southern California in a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. It really was. I'm so grateful that I had the privilege of growing up in Southern California in the 50s and the 60s and the early 70s. They were great times. Not now. The liberal leftists have absolutely, totally destroyed my beloved home state because that's what they do. The liberal progressive left destroys, kills everything they touch. And I mean everything. But evidently there is still a little bit. I don't know that there's any common sense in any of the governments. I mean, look at the wacky stuff going on in San Francisco. Look at the wacky stuff going on in Los Angeles. Look at the wacky stuff going on in Sacramento. Look at the wacky stuff going on in San Diego. But it looks like at least some of the people of California still have a little bit of common sense. I say this continually. The liberal left lives to divide us. They will do anything to divide us because that's how they maintain power. They do not want unity. They want division. And one of the greatest divisions that the liberal left is trying to deepen is the division of race. The division of race. And so the liberal left has come up with this idea of of reparations for slavery. So, They want people that were not even alive when slavery took place to pay people who were not really alive or ever alive for things done 150 years ago. It makes no sense at all. It makes no sense politically, practically. It makes no sense morally. And I think most importantly, it makes no sense biblically. Now, so far, reparations have not been put into effect. If they ever are, particularly as radical as the reparations are being suggested in California, we might have race wars. We, we, seriously, we may have a new civil war. Well, the uh, liberal leftists in the government in California are all over this reparations thing, but the people of California, not so much. The University of California Berkeley Institute of Governmental Studies just did a poll that was co-sponsored by the Los Angeles Times. So get this. You have the uber, uber leftist UC Berkeley and the uber, uber leftist Los Angeles Times getting together to do a poll asking the people of California, do you support cash payments for reparations? You ready for this? As crazy, as nutty as the state of California is, a full 50 
9% said no. Only 28% said yes. 40% strongly opposed it. 59% opposed it. 40% strongly opposed it. Listen to this. Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom and state lawmakers created California's Reparations Task Force in 2020 with the goal of establishing a path to reparations that could serve as a model for the nation. After two years of deliberations, the task force sent a final report and recommendations this summer to the state capitol where Newsom, listen to this, you got to hear this, where Newsom and the Democratic-led legislature will ultimately decide how the state should atone for slavery. Uh, Excuse me? Governments don't atone for anything. What do you mean, atone for slavery? Now, how ridiculous is this? The Los Angeles Times notes some of the amounts being considered. Quote, this is from the Los Angeles Times. Reparations for black residents in California are focused to co- are forecasted to cost $800 billion. Hmm. That just happens to be more than twice the cost of the state's annual budget. However, activists say that is not enough. Okay, now here's what is being set up in California. The Reparations Task Force is sending this to the state government. They're recommending $800 billion. Well, black Californians are looking at this and saying, I'm, going to be, I'm, I'm about to become rich. I am going to become rich. Now then, the legislature is going to say, well, we can't afford that. That would bankrupt the state. The activists, the radical activists are going to say, we don't care. Give us our money. Just give us our money. And again, the activists are saying the $800 billion is not enough. So this is being touted. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Well, there is no way they can do it. It's impossible for the state of California to spend twice their annual budget. And so what is that going to do? It's going to create anger, hostility, resentment, and I hope and pray. But there is also the possibility of violence. In other words, division. This is the goal of the liberal left. They don't want to atone for anything. They want to divide us along racial lines, and they're doing anything they possibly can to do it. At least the people of California, not just white people, but black people as well, are saying, no, this is ridiculous. By a two-to-one margin, the people of California say, no. At least there is still some common sense left in California. Folks, thanks for joining me. It has been a delight to be your host. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. But wherever you go, whatever you do, please remember whose you are.
Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.